Hi everyone, it's Artie from Human Chapters. I'll tell you a little bit about the Human Chapters. Humans are living narratives with a past, present and future. These narratives constitute of a number of chapters across a lifespan. The aim of these conversations is to highlight a chapter of the narrative and unpack its connections to other chapters. I don't care whether people are natural storytellers, but I truly do believe each person has a worthy story. Acknowledgement to country, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land which now comprises Greater Shepparton. We pay respect to their tribal elders past and present and emerging. We celebrate their continuing culture and we acknowledge the memory of their ancestors. Today, we are very fortunate to be having a conversation with Khalid um, and his chapter is the contribution of martial arts to life. And Khalid is from Germany. So I'll pass on the floor to Khalid. Go for it. Tell us a yeah, bit. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you for the people who don't know that we already did a podcast for my podcast. So people can also have a mix. Um, there's a little bit about my story, but also about your story and how you started with the Hume chapter and everything because I think it's awesome and um, yeah I appreciate you and thank you for having me today and I'm open for everything so you're the queen so you can dictate how you want to have that conversation. <laughs> no worries thank you so tell us a bit about yourself Khalid. Well my name is Khalid as uh, we already said I live in Germany. I was born and raised in Germany. My family is from Morocco. So that's why maybe some people think, oh, you don't look like a typical German. That's right. <laughs> and so that fits really good to human chapters because I always connect human chapters with different cultures. And that's why I think it's a, it's a great fit because there's so many different nations, people from all over the world, finding together, connecting. And that's the beauty about, you know, internet. Yeah, I'm a martial artist. I started first as a kid with soccer. And then from 14 on, I started martial arts first with Muay Thai. And then two years later, I added Taekwondo on the list. I mixed it both up. And five years ago, also uh, Jiu-Jitsu, which is basically like Judo, but more in a, but in a Brazilian version and with different you know, techniques, more details. And of course, you also have to do your strength and conditioning training, so meaning weightlifting, but not just the conventional um, slow bodybuilding weightlifting. Um, you adapt it to your sport, but I guess every athlete knows these days you have to do the strength and conditioning. And yeah, I have my own online marketing. I help people to get more clients. When people cancel memberships, how to turn it back, getting new clients um, over the phone also a lot. In general, not just now, I always did it before uh, because it saves you time. Why should I drive two hours to a meeting when I can have it over the phone and get clients like this? It's more efficient. And uh, yeah, I try to help as many people as possible with that, with my martial arts. Then I also have my own podcast. I started it really um, last year, January 6th. Since then, I did every day an episode. Um, end of 2019, October, I launched my first episode but then I did just every week or every two weeks and then last year in January I said okay now playtime is over I 
do it every day. And since then I did every day, either in German or English and episodes. And um, I added since August last year, also the videos, the, the live streams on top, because I think you guys out there, I'm sure if you watch it here on video or wherever, it's a little bit different than only audio because you want to see the people, you want to see people interact. And I think um, that tops the podcast as well. And yeah, that's it so far about me. Cool. So, Khalid, tell us um, what got you interested in martial arts and for someone, so someone like me who doesn't know a lot about martial arts apart from the fact that I've watched actually numerous <laughs> to do with martial arts and I really do appreciate the sort of finer details, the discipline required. Tell us a mm-hmm. bit why you're interested or what got you interested in it and what it is for you. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think um, we all have that, you know, primal instinct um, in us fighting. You know, there's certain sports and some, some athlete, GSP, George St. Pierre, one of the best um, MMA fighters ever. He's from Canada. He said that, right, you know, there's certain primal sports he watches in the Olympics and we all have it in us. That's either running, it's a thing in nature, and we always were running. It comes back then in the Stone Age, either normal walking, sprinting, some type of running, you know, throwing the spare like they do in the Olympics and fighting. That's something, whether we admit it or not, it's in our instincts, it's, it's in our body. With the time, obviously, it got lost because the more civilization and the easy, you know, Western culture and the softness, but it's still something in our body. And you can see that, and especially these days, <laughs> when uh, sometimes people go grocery shopping or whatever, and then the situation escalates quick because it's a little bit hectic, stressed. And some people, they, they get aggressive, they puff the chest up, they, they want to basically fight. It's because they don't let it out. They have that beast all inside them, at least for men. But I guess women probably also have it a little bit, maybe in a different way. But it's a primal instinct and we can't um, change it. And so it's it's something that comes always natural. Everybody can basically fight. But, you know, if it comes under the pressure, a certain situation, then it's different. It changes and not many people can do that but I was always you know fascinated like probably most people here and uh, watching movies Jean-Claude Van Damme movies or um, reading these magazines black belt magazines with all the great kicks and people looking good with great shape perfect kicks flexibility and then you think you also want to kick like that you also you know want to want to be like that and then you just start and with the time, the, the passion's like a fire burning inside and you do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really, that's really lovely. And for how, what's your training been like um, when you were a child to, I suppose, how has it evolved for you? Well, obviously as a child or teenager, you shouldn't touch the weight, um, but your strength and conditioning training can be still either gymnastics because I think, and that's what I would recommend for, especially when some parents here are listening, when you have kids, when they're three and older, put them into gymnastics because that is the first really strength and conditioning training what's so perfect for, for them because that gives you great body control. You learn to understand your body and you get freakishly strong. So um, 
they have really freaks the strength of gymnasts and especially when you combine it with martial arts so but in terms of the thing what changes between back then and now is obviously the strength and conditioning in a different way when i was a kid i did a lot of push-ups working with medicine ball pull-ups dips so dips like when you're on a bar and you push yourself up and down these exercises so body weight exercise i did them all and then when i was 18 i started lifting weights additional to that because you also need strength mm -hmm. especially when people are um, taller and bigger than you because you want to keep it up with that that's the main thing that changed and obviously with the time i had better understanding for martial arts why certain techniques um, had to be done like that why you had to do certain drills because as a kid sometimes and i think everybody can relate to that you do certain things where you don't understand it you think it's boring and why do you have to do that mm -hmm. and later on when you're older you realize okay there's a reason why i did that yeah um the other thing i was thinking about is the emotions that go into martial arts what, mm -hmm. what sort of emotions go into it um and just mm -hmm. yeah like i'm thinking with fighting i <laughs> thinking about anger or i'm thinking about that sort of over energy um in mm -hmm. it what is it like for the martial arts that you practice Uh, well, I think it depends when kids start, what is the motive, what is the motivation, why they start. Some some kids start and it's a lot of, you can see it with a lot of champions in, in not just in martial arts, but in different sports. One reason why they get obsessed with sports um, because they were bullied in school or they felt like they had to prove something. That was not the case with me, but um, I just liked it. And my parents put me into it because they thought it's something useful for me and it will help me because you get discipline you protect yourself you can defend yourself you improve skills that also helps you in school to look better and all these aspects they they come into play and for me it was normal emotions i was never really aggressive also as a kid um but i just enjoyed it and obviously you can still burn all your energy out when when you when you train you can always leave it all in you can have the the anger, the happiness, um, explosive, too much energy, whatever you have, you can leave it out. And that's the best how you should do it. It's way better than when you leave it on the street on some, you know, gadgets out there, smashing chairs or, um, you know, hitting cars with some, uh, you know, street punks do a lot of teenagers when they hang on, on streets. So it's better to leave all the energy in the gym than on the street. Absolutely. And so you talked about discipline, protection, um, defense, uh, things like that. How have you seen sort of skills you've gained um, and acquired in martial arts sort of play out through your life and as the years have gone by? Well, there's one thing I think I definitely carried almost all my life, but definitely since martial arts was discipline, focus and confidence. I was, even before as a little kid in primary school confidence, I never had issues going directly towards people, talking to adults, talking to them. I was never a shy kid, um, but the confidence definitely grew with martial arts because one reason why so many people, especially these days, lack of confidence, and with the confidence, they also have a lot of anxiety. 
that means because they have no skills or less skills than other people. Because let's face it, and even if it sounds very hard, if somebody just does average things, go to goes to work, come home, watch TV, maybe prepare dinner for family, whatever, and then the whole hamster wheel, the whole circle all the time. It's no skills. It's just something you learned to fit in the system, but you don't have something special or additional skill, something to offer, a service to offer on top of that. And if you hang around with people who have more skills or they have, they're just better than you, you feel intimidated. And then you get, you feel like you have no confidence. It starts with things like recording a video, doing a podcast. When you, um, the person you interview um, suddenly feels like, oh, I don't know. I don't think it's something for me. I'm, I'm, you know, afraid, I have anxiety. That's a very common thing. And I think these, these things, again, to the, to the question, confidence, um, you know, skills and discipline, focus, these three things, you definitely carry that your whole life. So it's like a red line. I probably will have it my whole life. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and so as a martial artist, do you uh, participate in competitions? What sort of things do you do with your martial mm -hmm. arts? Well, you can do with martial arts several competitions. Um, it depends on the style of people. Like obviously most people know boxing because it's a very old sport. So everybody, even if somebody has no clue about that, but everybody knows boxing. Then there's Taekwondo, Karate, um, Muay Thai, Kickboxing. Kickboxing, Muay Thai is pretty similar, but Muay Thai is from Thailand and they have in their rule system, elbows and knees more. So, and in kickboxing, Kickboxing has also two different, um, you know, rule sets. Some in the old days, like some older people, maybe if they watch or listen, they know from the American times in the 70s and 80s, kickboxing was um, every punch was allowed and kicking above the waist. So kicking to the body, to the head was allowed, but no low kicks, no kicks to the legs. And then there's the K1 kickboxing rule system. They add low kicks as well and knees, but... Um, no elbows. And in Muay Thai, they have a lot of elbows um, in their system. Mm -hmm. And then you have, yeah, you have Jiu-Jitsu. That's like Judo, basically Judo as well. You have wrestling. So there's so many different um, martial arts you can do. Obviously, some people know Kung Fu from, from these movies. So you can basically compete in all these martial arts. Um, but I did, I competed in Muay Thai, at 10 Muay Thai um, fights, 10 and all. And um, then five Taekwondo competitions. The reason why I didn't do more is these days in Taekwondo, they have these body um, protection, you know, vests on. So it's like a body protection thing. And there's a sensor, there's like a computer sensor. And the, the closer you get, even if you barely touch the person, sometimes uh, your opponent already gets a point. And that's, that was for me like bullshit because there's barely contact. So it's like I touch your face like this and then um, you get immediately point. And it's not really impact. And that's why a lot of people these days that don't like the um, competitions anymore, unless somebody obviously competes for the Olympic Games. But in the time when my Taekwondo uh, coach competed, it was different. It was like pure contact and not the, because what it does with these body protection, you know, vests they have on, with the computer sensor in, mm -hmm. um, they play that game of tactic, like just 
distance coming close enough, touch and go away. And that's not really contact. And that's why um, I didn't do it, but I still train it uh, full force Taekwondo. I'm glad my Taekwondo teacher is like that because he was competing in the first Olympics in 88 in Seoul, South Korea, when Taekwondo was for the first time Olympic. And he was seventh place there. The German guy against the Korean guy is definitely very good. And 10 years in a row, German champion, uh, to, uh, participate one in European and world tournaments. So I'm, I'm lucky with that. So I guess I have always great coaches. That's, that's awesome. And so do you get a chance to coach people in arts? Yeah, I, um, I still do, but obviously now it's a little bit different. Sometimes it's training outside, sometimes it's with Zoom or whatever. Um, I do uh, Taekwondo coaching. I always took over the, the class for my coach because he lives 20 minutes from our school. I, I live basically five minutes from it. And sometimes when he, although his kids are older, they're also adults, but still when he wants to spend time uh, with them. So once a month, sometimes twice a month, I took over the, the classes and then, um, yeah, we trained. I, I trained the kids first and then afterwards the adults. Kids is always a little bit more stressful. <laughs> but um, yeah, and do private training, personal um, martial arts training. So on the pads, so the, the pads for the people who don't know it, it's these things where you can hold and people can punch and kick. Actually, I think I can show you some. So, I don't know if you can see it. Yes. Like that's like a kicking pad. I call it the slapping pad because you can slap people on that. It makes really loud noise. <laughs> and then there's also there's also these boxing pads. Maybe some people who watch certain boxing fights or videos, very round pads. You can have your hands in and then you can hold it. And then there is something like a shield, very big, so for low kicks or body kicks. Um, yeah, so that I do personal. Uh, martial arts training with people i did it either in the gym from somebody when they were training there or out uh, outdoor i still do outdoor now and um, yeah i mix it up with fitness martial arts workout so whoever wants to train with me um, if it fits definitely can train with me and yeah that's awesome um thank you for that and the other thing that i kept uh, thinking about so you know how you've said we you're a martial artist right like that's your life and it's a sort of a that's just that's what it is and I'm wondering if, if I was someone into fitness and things I would maybe have a goal maybe have a challenge that I'm looking forward to or something like that is it similar for you or how do you yeah set goals or is that not a thing yeah definitely I mean the, the thing, everybody who does sports on a high level or even if you're just an amateur competing or doing things, but in between the amateur and the pro, there is, in terms of working out and dedication and passion, there is no difference. The, the only difference is the pro gets, gets paid more and has the, you know, a little bit other luxuries. But other than that, in terms of training, it's the same approach you have and I think everybody who has a discipline in the sport mm -hmm. you carry that on with whatever goal you have because at the beginning I talked about my podcast that um, discipline from martial arts uh, pursuing 
during pushing it, I do the same for the podcast as well. Or if I have other goals, getting more clients, um, you know, getting new things done, new ideas, creating something new. I always take it from the martial arts. The discipline you have there, you take it everywhere. Yeah, beautiful. And would you say with martial arts, say someone's older and wants to start there, um, what is a good age to start if they're sort of an adult? And how does that Well, you can, um, it's, never, it's never too late. You can always train, even if you're 50, 60, you can always start martial arts. The only thing you have to know is when you start something 40 and later or 13 later, competition is probably over, especially the contact spot with boxing, kickboxing, because you don't want to get kicked to the head. You, you can still spar. You can still at least do it in training to get a feeling how it is if you get contact, if you get hit to the head or to the body. And if somebody wants to do martial arts also in terms of defending yourself for the street, you definitely need to have once at least in your life a, a very hard sparring session because you need to feel that pressure. You need to feel how it is because imagine you're on the street, a beautiful lady like you on the street, and then suddenly you get attacked or hit and you never felt how it is. But if you train in the gym like that and the sparring is the closest thing to the competition or street, then you already know, okay, that person kicked me now in the leg or in the stomach. I know how it feels. I can handle it. Yeah. You will be not shocked or surprised. But in terms of this, one thing all the people could do for in competition-wise would be um, judo or jiu-jitsu because that's not hitting. You just on the ground, you grab somebody. You have certain um, techniques, chokes and submissions. But a choke is if you, you can't breathe, you tap. That's it. So, but you don't get CTE concussions like when you get hit, especially the older you are and it never happened to you before. You don't want to get that. But when you want to compete and think maybe you have chances or want to be world champion or in general region champion, national champion, whatever, you should start as early as possible. Um, some people start really from three. Under three definitely makes no sense because it's obvious, you know, kids, some kids probably still have nappies on or no balance and whatever so from but really um people divided in in different groups from three to six is like the bambinis like the little kids the um uh, what do you call it like peewee uh groups mm -hmm. so i think that's what that's what it's called right so i remember when uh, mrs tierney she was the first one in new york um, who basically decided to do Peewee uh, Kids Group uh, because back then it was not a thing. And then from six to, you know, reach of 12, 15 in that range um, is the next kids group. And 15 or 16, they usually start training with the adults already. And uh, yeah, so that's the only thing. You can always do martial arts, no matter what age, even the kicking things. Uh, you just have to be okay if you don't kick that high. It's no problem. There's still a lot you can do. And competition, the older you get, it's over unless you want to do grappling competitions. That's okay. But other than that, there is no age limit. And when you want to compete for real, you have to start as young as possible. Not competing as a little kid necessary, but let's say you start with three and then you 10 and want to start to get a little fee for competition, you already trained seven years. 
um, but you don't have to necessarily compete before 12, 13, especially not hitting to the head because there's no way you don't get tougher by getting hit to the head all the time or in the gym. So it's do it playful, especially for kids. So they get a feeling for it, how to hit and get hit. They, they make fun, they laugh about that, but in a playful way, because in a playful way is the best way where you develop skills. Because if it's hard, aggressive pressure, you will get the people away from you. Absolutely. Um, and what does your weekly routine look like for martial arts? I, I train six days a week, three days a week martial arts and three days a week strength and conditioning. Normally, obviously, I would do it all in the gym. But unfortunately, because of the shit situation, it's not happening. Um, so especially now, if I look outside, the weather is good. You probably see the sun. It's a little bit brighter now. <laughs> um, I train outdoor sometimes. But I'm lucky now. I got sponsored by Century Martial Arts. They sent me a bop. You probably saw it maybe also in my videos. It's like a human upper body. looks like torso to kick and punch. And it's a really cool tool because you can use it and different ways you can punch kick it and it gives you a realistic um, anatomy it's like an anatomical correct like a feeling how you would kick and uh, punch with a person and i also have my sandbag i had it before also i have um, pull-up bars some weights um, a lat pull down and butterfly machine then some resistance bands kettlebells dumbbells um, 11 pound medicine ball so there's some tools i definitely have there because I, I can do without it it will be sad if i have nothing there <laughs> and yeah that's normally how i do it if gyms are open i train three days a week martial arts one one day um taekwondo only with my coach and the other days were thai and uh, jiu-jitsu as well grappling and three days strength and conditioning i developed my strength and conditioning in in an A and a B week. The A week is more like a slower um, for just being strong, for like a bodybuilding training. And at the end, I always still incorporate one explosive exercise. And the B week is totally explosive exercise, like kettlebells, jumping on boxes, um, pushing the barbell very quick and fast, like functional training. And so I have a mix of everything. And yeah, that's how I divide my training. And of course, stretching every day. You have to stretch all the time to get the split. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah, really well balanced um, with everything you need. Actually, uh, tell us a bit about the origins of martial arts. Well, martial arts is, uh, martial arts is um, especially for the Asian people, they probably know it. It's a very old thing. Like I said to you in the beginning, um, fighting is something primal. And the reason why a lot of martial arts were developed is because a lot of countries back then in, in Asia, they had wars against each, each other. Korea with Japan, China with Japan, and so on. And all these different borders, Thailand with Myanmar and all these countries. So they, they developed techniques. That's why with a lot of old traditional martial arts, you see they use a lot of weapons like swords, spear, um, sticks, and so on, because they developed two techniques, basically two two big parts the one is with weapon if they fight against somebody who attacks them with a sword they need to know how to use the weapon and in case they have no weapons anymore they empty hand obviously you can't be just lost so they had to learn 
also how to use their hands um, and feet, knees and everything. Yeah. That's the original reason um, why martial arts in general was developed. And then with the time, speaking from like the last 70, 60 years, it was more and more um, cut in a soft way for modern days competition and of course when you do competition there's certain rules where you can't eye poke bite kick in the groin and all these things are illegal what you would do still in the street fight because the street remember has no rules yeah and that's what people always say especially for women when you get attacked attack the eyes bite kick in the groin punch here punch the ears whatever you can take to get out out of the situation and as far as the origin of Taekwondo, Taekwondo is a pretty young um, sport or martial arts compared to um, very old, like Kung Fu and all these different Chinese martial arts. It's, it was found in 1955, so just 66 years old, by a, a general, um, and he, a Korean general, because back then, Korea had also war with Japan. So that's why, again, and then they, they developed that. And it's a mix of, back then, they had also a little bit more grappling into it. But it's a mix of um, kicking and punching. Taekwondo, obviously, is more like 80% kicking. Punching is still allowed. But in Taekwondo competition, you punch only to the body. So you punch mostly straight to the body. or You get close, but you don't punch to the face. You're not allowed to punch to the face but kicks are all allowed um, above the waist. So no low kicks to the legs or so, but every kick is allowed to the body, to the head, spinning techniques. One thing um, what a lot of people probably admire about Taekwondo, but in, in general, it depends always on the fighter, always on the athlete who trains. There's no, because I got that question a lot, which martial arts is the best or the best style. It always depends on the fighter. I give you an example. If I give you a Ferrari, we all know it's a fantastic car. You can drive fast with it. You can do everything with it. But um, if you and a friend, you both get a Ferrari and your friend doesn't know really how to drive the Ferrari, but you know it's not because the Ferrari is bad. It's because the driver can't really handle it. And it's the same with martial arts. It's not about the question what style is the best. Mm -hmm. It's about who um, adapts and who uses it the best. And in terms of, yeah, kicking, what people admire about Taekwondo, you get a lot of kicks, great footwork, the speed, reflexes, distance. But I am always a fan because a true martial artist mixes everything. You can't have flaws. Like always also Bruce Lee said, always empty your mind and be open for, for new things. Be like water, basically. And um, that, 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 that's a great thing because if you're, if your mind is always blocked, you're not open for new things. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that saying, be like water. Yeah, Bruce Lee was very, um, uh, in a philosoph, very into philosophy. He, he really liked that. So just in terms of, I could say, even if somebody doesn't want to do martial arts, but reading some of Bruce Lee's books or articles is definitely mind opening for a lot of people because he was a free thinker uh, in his time already absolutely and are there people um past or present um that have inspired you deeply or yeah people you look up to well i'm a person normally <laughs> i don't get um 
very fast um, inspired or impressed um, so it has to be definitely something special but what I always liked and I'm a little bit also in contact uh, with him sometimes but more with his uh, manager was obviously Jean-Claude Van Damme his movies and you know the kicks and he's still training looks good he will be 61 this year he can still do the split with the kicks and has still muscles and everything all these action guys like a lot of people I think especially the older ones and um, they definitely know like Dolph Lundgren who played in Rocky Four. that he played the bad guy Ivan Drago the tall blonde you know guy um yeah Chuck Norris obviously some people still might know him <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Arnold although they're not martial artists but it's like these action guys they inspire probably a lot of people um but other than that in terms of um yeah I get my inspiration daily you know when I see my taekwondo coach will will be 57 uh, next month and he still also competes at basically at a high level he still can do everything the kicks the speed is there and I can train with him on a regular basis um, that's it from the martial arts people basically and then I have some legends also on my podcast martial arts uh, inspirations um, I like it when, when very old people still training and active I had once a, a martial arts teacher legend from New York he turned 80 this year and had him last year on the podcast and it was just fantastic still training and I, that, these are things like um, when I think about that, I said, yeah, I definitely have to be like this. Still have to, to be in shape. And we have one advantage, um, what they didn't have. We take more um, care these days about nutrition and how we train. And like back then, I mean, they're always new, you know, vegetables and good meat and everything. Eat that as healthy. They did it. But back then, it was not so much the science and the thing, and, you know, how to train body position. A lot of people destroyed their body by wrong training. They just pushed too much through that. And these days we have, you know, an advantage in terms of that. The technology will help you more. Um, but these are the inspirations, um, yeah, or amazing people like you who try to bring a lot of cultures together. I also like that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and Welcome. I are on a time limit, so I will... Um, wrap this up but is there anything that i haven't asked you khalid that you would like to share with the audience listening um yeah before i ask my final couple of questions <laughs> uh, i don't think so i mean people can definitely ask whatever they want or if you have specific questions you can always you know text me on instagram I'm pretty easy to find at taekwondo artist taekwondo like the like the sport and then artists, you will find me. Um, that's that's the thing I can say that, that's very cool about that. There's no other account um, who has that name on Instagram, so you'll find me definitely very easy. I'm, I think I need to patent that probably in the future before somebody steals it, <laughs> honestly. I'll link um, when I publish this episode uh, mm -hmm. as well. So one of my final questions is, for our audience do you have three to five key takeaways for, for them? Well, yeah, definitely one thing. And I can, I always know that from my experience with martial arts, but in general with life, mm -hmm. first of all, be disciplined. Your discipline has to be 
and I say that really aggressively, not just half as not just a bit. Discipline, you have to do things sometimes for years. You will not be the best in a year. Some people will be better than you in a year because they're more talented, it's more in their nature, or they have more the physical gifts or whatever. But don't let that discourage you. You just work your way up and you will get them. You will pass them because of talent. A lot of times just relax and relies too much on talent. And one day they will stop evolving. So that definitely have aggressively discipline. Um, never give up. Definitely very important. No matter how hard it is, sometimes you feel like, oh shit. But when you give up, you'll be annoyed with you because there will be always moments where one day you want to start again. And you give up and you start again and it's a devil's circle. So that's why just keep going. Do things maybe for five or ten years. And then if you still see there's nothing that comes up, which normally doesn't happen, and you can still stop. But if you like a thing uh, genuinely, then why giving up? So definitely do that. And uh, the last thing I would say, always, you know, work out, be healthy and have an open mind. Don't block yourself because um, like Bruce Lee said, be water. Um, be flawless like water because when you block your mind when you just think everything you do is right and you're not open for other things try to learn new things because they will develop your skills and especially when people are older and um, they also will work on your cognitive side one one reason why people where brain cells die or um, is because it's inactivity of the brain and if you always do your routine there's no challenge your, your body and your brain always needs a challenge Absolutely. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Yeah, for taking the time, sharing your experiences um, so openly. That's really, really beneficial. Um, and everyone listening, if you uh, resonate with this conversation, please feel free to share it with your friends, family. Um, yeah, being healthy and working out and just moving your body in general. I think we needed more now than we've ever needed it before true yeah yeah definitely and i i i made you that promise before and i also will do it next time i will definitely um give you as much time as you want we especially when the people out there i mean i don't know if they want but we can definitely do a podcast longer than an hour maybe two hours that, that's for sure up to you if you can <laughs> handle that that's no problem <laughs> yeah no we'll definitely um organize another time for a second point. Yeah. Thank you. I'll oh. anytime.